Hello, everyone, and welcome back to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Irwin, and welcome to this episode, where we also have Patrick Smith. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And Shane Eister, hold along with us. Welcome back, everyone. All right. And on this episode, we are talking about what's on the menu, and that is going to be grounded, and what's for dessert, we are going to be talking about the new consoles the upcoming console releases and what we think of the brand new consoles that are coming out and just kind of a general talk about that but before we get to that send it over to patrick to tell everyone where you can find us yeah the best place to do is just visit our website uh it tastes different.com that'll be a place where you can find all the links to our social media and to our uh streams as well as you can subscribe from there but on facebook you can find us at at it tastes different uh, on Instagram, you can find us at It Tastes Different PC. And then on Twitter, you can find us at, at It Tastes Diff. Let's talk about Grounded. We've been playing Grounded for a while now, uh, since it came out in early access on the Xbox and PC. Uh, we mainly play on the Xbox. We just want to talk about our general thoughts of this game. And I'll send it over to you guys. What do you guys think? Patrick, go ahead and uh, what do you think of Grounded so far? Uh- so far, it's been pretty fun. I think it suffers from a lot of what early access games do is uh, there's just not enough content. I mean, we have pretty much ran through from front to end of the game, really. Uh, we've found the secrets and found the where you're supposed to go. And, you know, right now we're just kind of running around, really screwing around more than anything right now, because we've pretty much got all the recipes minus a couple of them from killing like the bigger creatures in the wild. But Overall, I think it's pretty fun, and I just I want to see more of it. I want the story to continue, but like now it's just you know we're seeing a lack of a, a lack of story just because it's early access. It seems like the story was extremely short to me. Yeah, for sure it was. I mean, you don't get very far into the main game, really into you know the game itself before the story ends, and, and you know that is a work in progress. You know, it is early access, so of course that will get expanded upon, but. Yeah, I, I agree. I'd like to. I, I can't wait to see more and what they do with this game. Uh, Shane, what's your impression so far? I really enjoy it. I'm usually not a base builder type of person, but I, I do love the little world that they've made. I think the story is on a path to be really interesting and good. So far, I really enjoy it. Uh, it's like uh, you know, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but you know, kids get eaten by wolf spiders. So it's fun. It really is. It, uh, like you said, it's early access. It needs uh, needs some fine tuning and some tweaks. There there is some glitchiness to it sometimes, but other than that, I I feel good with it. Yeah, for sure. There's bugs in the bugs, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, that's that's a part of early access, and yeah, I mean, it's really cool. I mean, just just to see the world um, being that small is, you know, for me, it's it's, it's it's a different experience, you know. You don't play a lot of games where you're that small in your yard, um, and just being able to see things off in the distance, like a giant house and giant trees, and how big the bugs and things would be, and, and especially the spiders, which are horrifying, <laughs> especially when you come up on, especially when you come up on one when you're not expecting it. That's always horrible. Right. See a flower pot, deadly spider. <laughs> yeah. Right? See a flower pot? Don't go near it. Fiery spider. Exactly. I, yeah, I mean, besides that, you know, it, it it is an early access, but it's not really. I don't really think they're calling it even. Are they even calling it early access right now? I, you know, I still believe it does fall under the title of early access because 
way I remember the story part ending was basically like ending off on a demo. But uh, I'd have to double check, but I'm still pretty positive it's still considered an early access. Well, it's in Xbox Game Preview, and Game Preview, preview okay. for Xbox is considered early access games. I got um, you. Yeah. So even though it is on Game Pass, it is in the er, in the uh, Game Preview section. Okay. So. I mean, it, fair, it seems to fare better than most early access games. For the most part, most of the bugs are very minor. There's a few, you know, bugs that I bugs that I would consider. Then nothing has seemed completely game breaking right now to me. Yeah, there's some proximity issues when you have a bunch of debris uh, on the ground from, you know, stuff you broke down or buildings that destroyed by spiders, yeah. ladybugs, some dang ladybugs. Yeah, considering we did have a huge, giant three, was it three-story, almost four-story grass house? That, it was uh, a four-story <laughs> grass house before we lost it and we <laughs> we relocated. Yeah. We had an ant infestation problem, and uh, <laughs> the only way we could fix it was to destroy the whole house. And uh, you can no longer visit that area of the map, let's say. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can if you want it to go down to five frames a second. Yeah. So I think I think they're going to suffer from a lot of what games like like those games, those type of games do. I can remember playing uh, Subnautica when it first came out, and they didn't have like a trash can. So every time you would get materials that you didn't want to use. Everybody just opened the front door to their little area and just dumped all the trash out the front door. And eventually it became an issue where there was so much junk in one area, the game just couldn't handle it. And that's kind of what Grounded is suffering from because they don't really have a, a way of cleaning up the environment right now. So everything is always persistent. So Right, yeah. Uh, you know, if they put in something like a degradation system where basically things degrade over time, you know, not necessarily things that you build. I don't really like games that do that where you have to do upkeep on the stuff that you've already built, but materials that are just laying around, you know, if it, after a certain amount of time, if it's not picked up, you know, maybe it gets destroyed um, <clears throat> and just disappears, you know. Right. Yeah, because the backpacks are getting kind of annoying as well when I'm seeing like 20 backpacks and I'm like, which one was the one I just died with? <laughs> yep. Yeah, the backpack issue is probably one of my biggest pet peeves it's not game breaking or anything but definitely annoying you die you see 40 backpacks because those are the last times 40 times you had died which one do i get which one was theirs which one was mine because you can't steal or take anything from anybody else's backpack and it doesn't clearly identify whose is what until you run up on it yeah yep. right and exactly. then you ran four miles to find <laughs> the other guy's backpack and dodge six spiders and tons of ants yeah, and also, you know, there's certain areas of the map where um, they have them sectioned off where you can't go into uh, yet because they're still under development. And there's certain sections of the map that have this yellow tape that tells you that, hey, this is uh, beyond that point. Um, but there are certain areas of the map that don't have that. And you just start going, you just start running into this yellow mist that starts killing you and it's, you know, at first, when you're first playing the game, you're not quite sure what's going on. You think you're going into some weird territory on the ground, but then you soon find out that's just an area you're not supposed to be in. But there's nothing that, besides the mist killing you, there's nothing that really tells you that, hey, if you go beyond this point without looking at your map. If you look at your map, you can tell where the borders are. But uh, other than that, you know, just getting out there and I, potentially dying. I honestly don't think that's true, though, because... Um, I think the mist that you're running into, that we're running into, is a mechanic in the game right now. Because one of the things we have not done is we have not built the gas mask and tested to run out into it and see if it still kills you. 
That's because true. I believe yeah. it's just probably a gaseous area, maybe oh. there's insecticide or something. But there's a gas mask built into the game, and as uh, one of the one of the craftable items. And it was something I was going to test. We just haven't had I just haven't had enough time to play to gather all the materials. You know, we still need to we still need to like we still need to kill um, you know a wolf spider and a ladybug to gather materials to get some tier two stuff. So I really hadn't messed around with the gas mask. But that was my theory on that because every every border that you're not supposed to go to is clearly marked that, Hey, this is the end of the current uh, rendition of the map. So I'm like, I bet we can go that way further if we just put on a gas mask. Yeah, I agree because the uh, there's other borders around that you run into. And most of the borders from what I've seen don't have that gas here. It's when you get towards that house uh, is where the gas comes in uh, towards the shed. There's the uh, uh, lawn edging and stuff. that's stacked up there, you know, like it's supposed to be your yard. There's other areas just like it that use block and so forth. So I think Pat's right regarding uh, that mist. It's probably something hidden in that area, but we got a gas mask up first. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't notice that there was a gas mask item. Um, that makes a lot more sense because I was like, you know, why is this area? Because if you do go beyond the yellow tape it, um, in those areas, it does pour out the same gas. And right. so that's what made me think that, oh, okay, this is just beyond the border. But, yeah, I mean, it could be potential that you just need a gas mask for that. And there is something yeah, over there. Yeah, because part of me was just like, why are they creating a gas mask? Yep. It can't be just to fight the stink bugs. Stink I mean, maybe, bugs. maybe it could be. That would be the only reason I would think they would have a gas mask. And I was thinking, I bet there's more game mechanics than just the, the stink bugs, bugs to use this on. So uh, that's, a, that's one of the theories that I wanted to try out. Because right now we're so busy, you know, building the house. That's probably... You know, building the house, the, the new house up on the rock that's kind of away from everything. Um, you know, I think we've kind of gotten to the point to where, I don't know, what are we at, eight, nine stories? We just probably need to just venture off into trying to kill, like, the wolf spider and and go uh, ant egg hunting. Yeah, and I've got the bridge yeah. to Terabithia going two directions right now. So heading one towards the house, one towards the shed. And see, that's probably something else that they'll fix if this is early access. Because the building mechanics in this game aren't exactly... Uh, realistic and we have a we have a bridge that's going over nothing that stretches almost all the halfway across the map <laughs> yeah the structural integrity of uh, my leaves may not be accurate into the real world right right and, and that begs the question you know will they go for the real world um you know physics um makes me think that they might because they do have the um the structure oh. pieces that you can build yeah like the edge pieces and the triangles and stuff yeah Right, yeah, and, and so the, the scaffolding. Yeah, you go. Thinking of. Yeah. yeah, the sca- They do have the scaffolding pieces, and right now the scaffolding pieces really don't. I mean, you can use them for certain things, but they really don't have a a purpose at the moment for the most part. So I'm wondering if they're going to eventually put in real world real world physics where you do have to build scaffolding and and kind of structure. You know, put in some supports um, for your structure. Right. Otherwise, your structure will fall. Yeah, because I mean, part of when we part of what made me kind of wonder how they were going to do this was when we, the first house we built completely out of grass. We had built a skirt around the entire house just to keep stuff out from under the house, and then uh, the ants put a hole in, it, and we didn't know what they were doing under the house. I mean, they were just kind of looked like they were congregating for the longest time, and I kept running in the house and seeing stuff scattered on the floor in like the second and third floor we had our chests at. And couldn't figure out what was happening. I'm like, who just threw these acorn shells on the floor? And I'd pick them up and throw them back in the box. And I think one night it was Nick, you and I were on, and 
And I came in and and we were talking about the ants had a weird little icon over their head. And I came in up top and like all of our chests were strewn along across the floor. And we finally figured out that it's either a bug or it's working as intended that the ants were just on the, the very bottom floor of the house, just chomping away and throwing everything out of the crates, our crates that were like on the third floor. So I, I think that's kind of a bug, but they basically destroyed the entire underskirt of the house except for one leg and the whole house stayed standing until that one leg came out from under the house. Otherwise, you know, I, I figured once you remove that bottom leaf, it would just be floating in the sky. And I was like, that'd be kind of cool. We'll just have right. a floating house. <laughs> yeah, we were going to do that. We were going to make it to where you had to use a ramp to jump into the first floor. But as soon as that bottom one came out, the whole floors just started crumbling one by, one back to the other. And that's kind of part of why the house, where the old house area is unaccessible unless you want like, you know, five frames per second because we just left everything on the ground where it fell and went to a new place to build a house. You know, we moved over to a giant rock and built onto that. And right now that seems to be the way to go because of that issue. Um, ground, you know, putting your uh, house in an area where other bugs can get to it because we got overrun by ants, like you said. And no matter how many times we killed the ants off and rebuilt, they just kept coming back. So, you know, there was no point in and continuing right. to keep the house there, even building the traps, which didn't seem to do anything, didn't deter the ants. The only thing they did was the lower trap, but I don't know how long that trap lasts. I think it's gone now, so clearly it doesn't last all yeah. the time. I think it lasted long enough for us to kill a couple of groups of ants that congregated around it. But yeah, that that was a bad place because we kept getting overrun by ants, and we no sooner kill off the ants, ants, and then a group of larvae would come through, and we had to kill them off. And then we had spider come through the middle of our little area. I was like, all right, this is a bad place. Yep. And whatever you do, do not accidentally hit the ladybug because they are ferocious. <laughs> Don't let the name fool you, people. Yeah, we need to kill a ladybug so we can get some tier two stuff. They ain't no lady. <laughs> but, you know, in the current game we're in, I don't know if it's a bug or something, but I have not seen a ladybug in the last two sessions we've played. So I don't know if they've died off or nope. if they're bugs. I went searching uh, last night for a little bit towards the uh, original spawn area when you first start the game, and not a darn one. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with that, if it's just a bug or maybe it's a persistence where they get killed off by the spiders or, or what's going on. Because so, I noticed that they're kind of aggressive towards each other and will fight each other. Yep, right. I think it's pesticides. But, but I've noticed that most of the other bugs do respawn because I've watched ants and spiders go at it, and the spider will just wreck a giant group of ants, and the next thing I know, I go back in the area and the ants are back. Right, and after we had to move the house the first time, one thing that I did notice is that there was, uh, especially I think the next time we played, there was a lot more uh, spiders than you than we typically had seen. Right. But yeah, and, I, and we've killed that bombardier that runs around the bottom of our base multiple times. We'll kill him, and then he'll be gone for a while, and we'll load up a game, and he'll come back. And we played long enough that I think he spawned twice in our play sessions. I just don't know what happened to Ladybug. I've not seen a single Ladybug since we kind of moved houses, and I don't know if it's because the area where our old house was at is where they normally spawn, and we've kind of screwed that up with trash in the area yeah it's possible or it's just a silly glitch but overall like i said we've had fun playing it i mean we put we played it since it was since it came out since microsoft released it in the in the early access stuff we downloaded it that first week and played it quite a few times and then we probably play it once or twice a week now maybe sometimes more when we just get a little oh get yeah a little going yeah so it's definitely got a lot of play time and i think that you know for us especially it'll get 
you know, even more playtime as they add more stuff to it. You know, I, I'm still enjoying it now as it is. So I just, you know, there's supposed to have a patch out this month, I think towards the end of the month. Um, I don't know what the patch is going to do. I'm not quite sure they've said yet what the, what the patch is going to have in it or what it's going to address or what bug, if it's just a bug fix patch or if they're going to actually add new items and, and various things. I'm assuming it's probably going to be a combination of both, but that'll be nice to see them add some stuff. Uh, and supposedly they're supposed to be bringing out patches every month. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely got lots of interesting things and discoveries and, you know, I'm sure there's a lot that we haven't seen yet because we, we haven't really gotten courageous enough to venture in the ant hole, which I think that's probably what we're going to do next. Cause you know, we've, we've pretty much explored just about everything I think outside of the little gaseous area and the ant hole that's pretty close to our base, you know, yeah, uh, ant hole. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't, <laughs> we haven't explored that. We went far enough down to where we started to see some soldier ants and we backed out, but you know, we, We've gotten to the point now, I think, where we're killing soldier ants pretty easily between the three of us. Yeah, it's definitely a group game. So you find some good people to play with, and it's 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 really fun. I don't see it really single-player adventure. Yeah, so definitely a fun game, and I'm looking forward to more. You know, it, I'm, I'm ready for some more content because I think we have reached close to what the end of what we're about to do once we get Tier 2 stuff. But we got to find some ladybugs. Um, we got to go venture in some ant holes and... You know, most of the time, games like this, if something bad happens, I'm usually pretty over and pretty quick. Like, we ran into a bug where, for whatever reason, I logged out of the multiplayer game a few nights ago, logged back in the other night, and all my stuff was gone. I'm like, what happened? I logged out in the base, and now it spawned me back at the beginning, and I lost all my stuff. Normally, that would be, I'd be annoyed. I would be pretty mad at that, but I was just annoyed enough to where I'm like, well, I'll just start it over, because we had built up quite a stockpile of stuff, so I was able to pretty much gather it, get everything back that I had before we, uh, before that happened. So we keep a pretty, we keep a pretty large stash of stuff in the base now, especially that we're on the rock. And we can actually keep it now instead of yeah. getting destroyed by bugs. Right. Yeah. We even built a trampoline on top of our house. Yeah. Right. We're fine. Or death. You know, or death. <laughs> if you're Shane and forget to equip your dandelion. One time I forget my dandelion. <laughs> and your face plant. I took it to work today just to make sure. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a pretty cool game, and you know, um, like we all said, I, I'm excited to see more from it and uh, see what they come out with. Um, so yeah, I think we'll continue playing it for quite a while, and 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 see this game turn into, uh, you know, continue to hopefully continue the momentum it has because I think it's it's going to be a, you know, in the end it's going to turn out to be a really cool game. So. Yeah, definitely needs some fleshing out, but still highly recommended. Yep, especially if you got a group of friends you normally play co-op games with. You know, we find that we end up, you know, as a group, when we play co-op games, we end up screwing off most of the time, and this is a perfect game for it. Yep, definitely, definitely. You can get a lot accomplished and nothing accomplished at the same time playing this game. Yes, <laughs> you can build a bridge to nowhere for no reason, you know, or, or actually go kill things. <laughs> Or remove a piece of bridge and watch your friend fall into the bugs. Yes. That's what you get for teasing the bugs. That is, uh, you know, Grounded. And uh, does anybody have anything else they wanted to say about Grounded before we move on to dessert? Nope. It's a good game. You guys should check it out. I completely agree. Check it out. All right. Excellent. So <clears throat> now we're going to shift gears and move on to dessert which is the new console so we're going to talk about the playstation 5 and xbox series x you know supposedly these are both coming out this holiday 
you know, we know now that the Xbox Series X is coming out this November, and rumor has it November 6th right now, as far as what we've, uh, they've been saying and what we've been hearing. Uh, we do know it's November. We're not 100% sure if it's the 6th, but that's kind of the rumor going around. Uh, PlayStation it hasn't given, you know, they're still on the holiday 2020 train, so they still haven't given a, a definite month or anything like that. I would assume that they're probably also going to be November. Um, that's typically the launch date for most consoles, so um, it depends on who gets who, who launches first, right, uh, when it comes to November time. Definitely, Sony will not let Microsoft be more than two weeks ahead of them. Uh, I don't believe, if, if the six is correct, I don't see Sony going before that. I just can't fathom it. I'm honestly, I would be surprised if Sony uh, Microsoft hit the sixth. I would think a little bit later in that month, but definitely, definitely middle of the month. Yeah, I mean, one way to look at it either way is Xbox is around 90 days, give or give or take a few days. You know, it could be more, it could be less. You know, we're about 90 days out. Um, it's kind of concerning that there's no pre-order stuff yet or information, but you know, they are still supposed to have another uh, game showcase this month. Uh, I have not heard an actual date though. Last I heard, it was another one in August, no date given. Uh, but apparently, you know, they're still supposed to have it. Also, rumored they're going to announce the uh, supposed Series X or Series S, excuse me. So we'll just have to see. But yes, I, it's definitely, definitely awful late to be uh, announcing a pre-order date and price. Yeah, we're getting super close. Yeah, for sure. And for both systems, especially, you know, if for those individuals that, you know, like us that do want to pre-order and, and get our orders in for it and we want to know when we can pre-order it and how much it's going to be, uh, you know, for those individuals out there that are going to get both systems, for them, they, I'm sure they want to know when they can pre-order, but especially how much money they're going to need for both, right? I mean, there are those individuals out there that are going to get both uh, come release date, so they need to know that information. And the sooner that PlayStation and Xbox can get that information out, I think it'll be better for everyone. I mean, I think this is the only time we've seen two consoles coming out and still being August and still don't know any pre-order information. Yeah, I'm ready to see price and when I can when I can, when they can take my money. You know, do I do I need a new console? No. Do I want a new console? Yes, just because that's what I. I mean, that's what typically. I don't know. It's just the hype of it is all great. The whole thing leading up to getting a new console is great. The waiting in line with friends to pick the new consoles up and just, you know, the whole giddiness is kind of a, is, is fun, you know? Yeah, it's it's my Disneyland. Right, I wait yeah. for this thing every seven to ten years. I want to go to my Disneyland and hang with my friends and get yelled at because I'm dropping you know more money on another console. And I've already got, you know, the last three iterations at home. Right. And, and will they let us, you know, are they going to do midnight releases this year? That's another thing, too. You know, with mm -hmm. COVID still being an issue and um, things like that, you know, stores are open. You know, I mean, you can't go into them, but, you know, are they going to have, because, I mean, those are essentially a mass gathering, right? Yep. So our business is going to allow for that, you know. I mean, they could do it safely if they had people six feet apart and everyone has to wear a mask, but... Uh, how are oh, places God. like uh, Best Buy and, and uh, Walmart and various GameStop and stuff like that going to handle something like that? All could right, you yeah. um, could you imagine trying to do a midnight release for like PlayStation 2 when it launched 
with safe distancing and a mask. <laughs> People were nuts at Best Buy at that that time. I can. I could not imagine. I mean, there were people pulling up in cars with PlayStations filled in their trunks, selling them for a grand a pop. <laughs> so. I I could I didn't even go. I couldn't find a PlayStation Two when it released. I mean, because they were they had you know a lot of pre-orders and short supply. Oh, I yeah. remember back then. I found mine at Walmart at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Tapping on the glass. I want this one. Yeah, they only got like a couple in, and I'm like, <laughs> I want one of those, and bought a couple games and an extra controller because I had a buddy with me, and, and we left and went home and played. Oh, I made my I made my buddies just sit and watch. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's all that's always the fun part, right? I mean, let's just take for example the little halfway console releases, you know, between when when Microsoft came out with the Xbox One and then they did the One X, and then PlayStation did the PS the PlayStation Pro. I mean. I don't know how many Taco Bell boxes I ate to get to try to win an Xbox Series, an Xbox One X, but I know that my stomach and body hated me for it. Oh yeah, I'm still processing those things. <laughs> you know, and 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 all in the all in, and in the end, I didn't win one, so I ended up pre-ordering one. I ordered one of the, the Scorpions. You know, it just I I don't know. It's just something about that 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 is is fun for me is to get the new consoles, even though you know for for these new next console releases. I don't need to have one because all the games are going to be coming out are going to work on my, on my series, on my Xbox one X, you know? So I don't need one, but I want one. And, and it's all, you know, I'm just worried about the pricing a little bit. I'm giving Microsoft a lot of credit for what they're doing because I think it's good for the consumer. I think it works well. I think it helps spread out that time that some people need to buy the consoles. Uh, I like I like everything they've messaged so far. Breaks my heart about Halo, but I like what they're doing with this, and they're making me want the console even though I don't. Uh, you know, uh, Sony's doing something completely different, but I like where this is going with both of them. Yeah. Well, we all know why Halo got pushed. That was actual oh, demo yeah. footage. That was actual demo footage at that gameplay. <laughs> oh yeah. This is what the current game looks like, and all the fans were disappointed in that. And they're like, no, 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 no. Yep. This is early. This is early alpha stuff. No, it's current. <laughs> No, that's what that. you guys are making. <laughs> <laughs> we better fix that, guys. They were unhappy. But you know what? Got to give them credit. I mean, it sucks, but you know they they listen, which Microsoft's been doing an amazing job about listening to the consumer. And they pushed it back, even though it's a lot of idiots out there trashing it. But you know, I'm glad they did, and and I know when they do release it, it's gonna be it's gonna be solid. It's got to be better than five story wise. So, yeah, I mean, right. it's all about the, the games and stuff. But for, for me, it's just all about the fun leading up into it, like I said. Uh, Nick, I'm pretty sure you did the same thing. How many Taco Bell big boxes did you eat while you were trying to win you an Xbox One X? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got one almost every night. <laughs> I think you were eating one while you were on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I was just recycling, you know. <laughs> you were like, oh, my code didn't work. I need to go back to Taco Bell. I need to go back to Taco Bell. Yep, I'll take the toilet with text. You. Yep, they sent me a text back. Said, "Please slow down." <laughs> we ran we out, of out of boxes. Guys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, it's the fun that's leading up to it. Especially if we do get together again, because it's just you know, we, we all, we're all friends, and when we hang out, we just goof off and mess around, and it's the same thing. But you got a little bit more anticipation and excitement of taking home a new console. Uh, oh yeah. You know. Um, I I'm 
I do buy both consoles, you know, usually not at the same time because I can't afford that. But, you know, uh, I think currently, you know, we usually buy consoles as a group because we play as a group together. So, I mean, I think we as a group lean more towards Xbox usually just because, you know, it's just the, the console that seems to have over the years had the most to offer for us as a group of friends who like to play co-op games. Yeah, the services uh, are outstanding. The online setup is, in my opinion, the way the other consoles need to lean towards. You know, that's not a diss on anybody, but it just works best for us. Yeah, we. But we do love our exclusives from all the other yeah. makers. That's for dang sure. Oh yeah, I mean, I bought, I bought the, you know, I didn't get a PlayStation Four until Horizon came out, and then I, uh, Horizon made me buy the Four, and then I do nothing but just pump uh, exclusives out of it you know last of us and all that i just go crazy when i get it because usually you know like i said i buy the one console up front and then i don't get the other one and the one that i don't get i usually buy it and then end up for months on end just catching up on exclusives and then the same thing with nintendo i didn't buy it right the switch when it came out but when i did go for it i, I bought zelda and i bought all this stuff i'm just like all right I've gotta play through all this stuff yep mario was uh made me get the switch and Gotta love that game. Yeah, it's the same thing, you know. The, the like you said, we mainly play on Xbox, but you know, on the PlayStation side of things, you know, the exclusives are, you know, most of them are really good. You know, um, you know, me currently just finished Ghost of Tsushima, which was excellent. Um, you know, we all finished The Last of Us Part Two, which was we already oh, talked gosh. about that last time. Um, <laughs> you know, God of War and Spider-Man and uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know, and I don't think for PlayStation 4, I, I can't think of any exclusive games coming out anytime soon. Uh, they do have the new Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales uh, game, which I, I don't know if that one's just PlayStation 5 or is that both? No, that's, that's only PS5. That's only uh, going to be PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. So that looks really cool. Um, you know, PlayStation 5's got that. And then uh, Godfall, which Godfall, I mean, for me right now, I mean, it is Gearbox and Gearboxes is kind of hit and miss with me. Um, mostly hit, but sometimes they yeah. have some misses in there. Um, right now, Godfall is not peaking my interest too much, but I, I do want to see more from it and i do i would like to play it i wish you know i do hope it comes out and, and it's an awesome game you know right. that's what i truly hope because if it is then i mean more more pumped to you know pick up a playstation 5 just to play that you know yep. for and especially for all of us to do that because it's co-op and it's it's i think it's three player co-op i want to say or maybe four i'm not sure right and i think four. it's three player is it four yep. player co-op i'm pretty positive it was four I know. okay yeah that's the problem so, that I run into with PlayStation. There's not a lot of co-op games for them, but I will admit that they probably have some of the best exclusives out there. I mean, oh, that's that's really know. not a really not a question for me. I mean, you know, Microsoft has basically when it comes to gaming with friends, they've got they've got some big beasts. But when it comes to a single player game, uh, Sony Sony and Nintendo nail it every time for their exclude for their you know first party anyway. But you know. Sony's Sony's launch games from their show. Uh, the only game that really made me go, I want to play this, was Ratchet and Clank. But I'm a huge Ratchet and Clank fan, and it looked, it really looked slick. But it didn't make me want to just run out and buy it first. Though. 
Right. And with consoles, with like consoles are always releasing pretty close to each other. Xbox and and Sony, that is, um, yep. they're really close to each other always. So usually, you know, especially this year, the differences in specifications from the two consoles is minimal. Like there's not a whole lot that separates them really. Uh, Microsoft has a little bit of the edge because of the amount of the GPU that they're using. You know, they just got a little little edge on the teraflops that they have. Other than that, you know, Microsoft Microsoft and Sony's uh, CPU is like extremely close. We're talking like the clock hertz on those things is like 0.3 difference. Uh, you know, same amount of cores, uh, same processor really, just different core, just a just a slight slower clock speed on the PlayStation and a slightly slower amount of teraflops on the GPU. Other than that, they're really close. The technology difference is really only in their their drives, you know, yeah, their storage. And, and typically, it really just comes down to the ease of developing on the system and and transferring it down a system at this time of year when you still got those games that are going to be on PS4, PS5, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X. I mean, that's really where you're going to see the difference in those games, I think. Right. You know, and like I said, they will they'll pull out this they'll pull out some first party game to where I have to play it. And obviously I already know what that is going to be. There's another horizon zero dawn on the, on the map. So when that game comes out, I'm going to have to buy a PlayStation. I just have to. Yeah. I, I liked it, but you know, I wasn't a big, uh, as fan boy as you are, but it was definitely a good game. Uh, I, I'm really excited to see what Sony does with some new first person stuff or new first party stuff. Because, I mean, God of War, they're bringing that back, you know, with the, the last one. So I'd like to see what they do with the next one. Uh, I would like to see another full-fledged Spider-Man game. I mean, full-fledged, not this Miles Morales crap where it's basically just an add-on. Right. It's, yeah, it's kind of like an infamous Last Light uh, type of situation where they use uh, the infamous 2, I believe it was. The the same engine and structure, which is kind of like a side story. Um, yep type game so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what sony brings out i mean from their playstation event you know they had some they, they showed off some pretty cool games um there were there really wasn't for me personally there really wasn't one that stuck out to me that that was just like oh i gotta get a playstation for this there will be right i mean besides horizon horizon was on there and i love horizon as well and that's definitely one that i will want to play i don't think that's a launch title i'm pretty sure it's not yeah um not. And so and we don't know when that's going to come out. So that's definitely a, a system buyer for me as well. You know, and I think by that time they're going to have, you know, they're going to be announcing some other ones that are definitely going to be ones that I'll be like, oh, got to get a PlayStation for that. You know, it's, it's until that time. And again, with Godfall, you know, if Godfall ends up being this awesome game. But then again, with Godfall, you know, is that, I mean, I think right now and and I believe it is true that that's just a PlayStation 5 game only. Uh, and not coming anywhere else. I don't know if that's if it's a limited type thing or if that's just going to be the end all be all. It feels like it's the end all be all, but no, it's a uh, it's a uh, Sony exclusive. And that's what I thought. You know, yep. sadly. Yeah, and, and you know, and on the Xbox side, they're really, you know, and from their presentation so far, I mean, besides Halo, they're you know, and Halo's been pushed back to 2021, which sucks, but I understand. There really wasn't anything on their presentation that, you know, made me go, oh, I need to get an Xbox Series X. Now, will I get one? Yes, I will. But, but 
Um, there really wasn't anything. The only game, though, that I really do want to play, and I don't need in a Series X to play it, uh, I don't believe. Actually, I think you do, now that I think about it, which is the medium. I hope that game turns out to be really good. It reminds me of Silent Hill. It's got those kind of Silent Hill vibes. I think even the music director for it is originally from uh, Silent Hill. or doing the Silent Hill music. It looks really cool. And I think that one is an Xbox Series X only game uh, in PC. Yeah, and I think the same thing. Yeah, Godfall as well as PC. So, I mean, that may be something that saves it. You know, it's going to be Microsoft Windows and PlayStation 5. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, if I was to pick a game from Sony's conference, Microsoft's conference, Sony for me was uh, Ratchet and Clank, but I'm old school. I love that. Uh, But Microsoft, I'm a little torn. Fable didn't really show much. But it's Fable, for God's sakes. So I'm excited about that. But uh, Avowed, uh, you know that's going to be tight. And, you know, even, uh, I'd say, even Tetris Effect Connected, that just looks like fun. Because there was one app for the OG Xbox, online Tetris, and I had such a blast for it with it. And this one gives me hope I can have the same amount of fun. Yeah, and I have that one for PlayStation 4, that Tetris one. It's really fun. It's really good. Yeah. And let us know what you guys saw in these conferences that you thought really stood out. What made you think, you know, wow, this makes me got to have this system or are you freaking kidding me? You know, let us know what you guys saw. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the console wars are heating up. I mean, the uh, Sony kind of did what I would call a dirty trick with the current console stuff. You know, I'm, I'm, I am, I am, yes, miffed, I am completely miffed about something they have done to the point to where I'm probably not going to buy the game, but the new Avengers, they basically worked out a deal to where they get the exclusive to Spider-Man. Um, you know, for the most part, I'm okay with a console exclusive as long as it doesn't take away from the game. Like, if you're going to do a skin, uh, you know, console exclusive games is one thing, but to take a game that is combined on both consoles and completely remove story and quests and things from the game because of something like that, is is completely dirty in my opinion and and it's one of those things where i i shame on sony and shame on uh shame on marvel for shame on them all for allowing that to happen because you know sony has their exclusives microsoft can have their exclusives but as soon as you combine a game and take something away that is a bad that's bad form that's bad customer service that's bad consumerism right there because you are you are basically saying that i have to buy the game twice if i want that if i already have it on one console Yeah, exactly. It's not like, you know, it's not like um, the fighters where you could have got Master Chief in one for the Xbox. You could have got Kratos in the other for Sony, Mario for Nintendo, you know. Right. It's not like it was it was just a character that belonged to this party. It was a staple character, a childhood character. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, that would have been doing the same thing with Iron Man. It would not, just does not make sense. No, it doesn't. You're removing content from a game. You're saying that because I bought it on Xbox. Yeah, so basically you're saying that if I bought this on my, on Xbox, the same thing, price that I paid it on PlayStation, I am losing out on content. Like, I'm talking meaningful content, not skins, not not stuff like that. I'm losing out on story. I'm losing out on backstory, all that kind of stuff that's locked to that character. I don't even care if Microsoft added their own character that had its own backstory. I would say that is completely wrong. You shouldn't lock a console group of players out to uh, from content because of the console that they chose to pick. Unfortunately, they say it's the nature of the beast, but 
that's there there's a point where you don't cross and that's a cross that's definitely a cross i think the only way they're going to get the clue is if we as gamers vote with our wallet is the only way that i'll see that paying off and and i just you know I want to play with my friends. If the majority of my friends have it on Xbox, well, I'm going to play with them, which means I'm going to miss out on on the Spider-Man content. Yep, and that sucks, but I will not buy a console for just Spider-Man. Right. Just I that like, character. It's, yeah, I like the Spider-Man game, and, and I will play. I will. I would buy it when I got a PlayStation for an exclusive game. I will buy that. But a game that's released on everything should not have that level of exclusivity in it. Um, you know, if they wanted to do a 30-day exclusivity thing, whatever, or a two-week thing, whatever, I'm fine with that. Just don't make it something to where we were locked out of it. Somebody's locked out of it because they decided that they wanted to buy it on this other console. You know? Right, and they did the same thing with Destiny as well. Remember when Destiny came out, they had the year-long exclusivity on PlayStation for, for Destiny. And I think even Destiny 2 had something like that as well. It wasn't as – I don't believe it was as – it wasn't as much on Destiny 2 as it was on the first one. I, I don't believe the, the exclusive stuff that they had. You know, they kind of learned their lesson from the first one because there was a lot of outcry from the community for that. Even though it was a year, it's still like, that's a year. You know, it's a year of content that you've got to wait around for just for some little exclusive. Like, who, I don't know. I mean, who cares, yeah. right? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, if you're going to release a game that's for every console, then you just have to bite the bullet and release all the content for everybody, not not pick and choose that I want these people to be incentivized because they have this console. We're all gamers. We need to play together. I want to play with you. I want to play with my friends that are on PlayStation on these games together. I don't care what console they're on. I buy every console. I don't care. I just, when I, the first console I buy is usually where the group of my friends go. And that's really where, you know, that's really where everyone should, you know, these console wars and things like that should be a thing of the past. I mean, who cares if you buy a PlayStation or an Xbox? And I'm the same as you and, and, and Shane is as well. You know, we we all buy the, every console. You know, we have a PlayStation and a Switch and an Xbox and a PC, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. We have all of these things and we play on all of them, you know, and, we're and, you know, for us, we're just gamers. You know, we're excited for all of them. I'm excited for PlayStation 5 as much as I'm excited for the Series X. You know, like we said at the beginning, we're more Xbox gamers in general. And that's what we mainly play most of the time. You know, we are still excited for these other consoles and to see what these other consoles bring. And, you know, it's not like one console is collecting dust because, you know, I, for me, I still play my PlayStation you know, especially those exclusives that come out. Those are most of most of the time they're really great games, and so yep. I'm excited to get them and play them. Yep, I go through their exclusive lists all the time, and I play what I can. You know, and and you know, right now I'm waiting my turn on Ghost of Tsushima. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so you know I play through the, uh, the exclusives, and and that's why I have a PlayStation. You know, and. If we all, if PlayStation came out with some groundbreaking feature and we decided with the next rendition of place that we were going to start with PlayStation, then we would do it. Um, it's just right now, things like Game Pass and stuff like that drive us towards the Xbox because we get to play a lot more stuff for uh, less money. Right. Yep. Yeah. You mentioned a lot of those little hidden gems you find in there that you would have never picked up before. And it's really cool. I really enjoy it. Well, I mean, on all honesty, I would probably never have bought Grounded without playing this. If they put it out on early access and said you need to pay 20 bucks, I probably wouldn't have done it. Nope, absolutely. Right, and, you know, Ori for the Xbox, you know, I, that game looked cool. So 
you know, would I if it, if if Game Pass wasn't around, would have I've bought it? Probably eventually, yes, because it did look like a game I wanted to play. But you know, I just recently myself finally got around to playing and beating both Ori games, and they were both fantastic. And I wish I would have played them sooner <laughs> and not have waited so long. But you know, with Game Pass, I didn't have to go and purchase them. They're just in my Game Pass, and I said, hey, I'm going to try these out finally, and started playing and fell in love and as soon as i beat the first one i went right into the second one and beat that so yeah i mean yeah we find all kinds of hidden gems i mean one of us will play a game and tell the rest of us you guys need to check this out like nick was playing two crowns and he had he told us about two crowns i'm like i've never heard of this oh, and yeah. i looked at it and from the screen art it's like i'm not interested in this but you know what i played it and i played it for quite a while played i got me hooked and then they had co-op and so we me and nick played it together and you know and it's fantastic game. It's just, and if you guys find anything in there you think somebody's to play, just let us know because I've found uh, several little games just like that. Indivisible has been just a blast to play. Carrion's another one we just played, you know, not too long yep. ago. It's a recommendation of Nick's as well. He's like, I've got to play Carrion. Which, yeah, that was a great game. And then Indivisible, I've played that one too, Shane, and that is a really, that's a fantastic game if no one's ever played it or thought about or saw it on there and thought mm, i'm not sure definitely right. try it out if you like a uh, kind of old school turn-based rpg combat and then with really nice art direction and uh, everything is voice casted uh voiceovered so yep it's kind of it's kind of a mixture of platforming rpg yep. it's a really cool game yep and so you know we just keep getting off we got off topic a little bit there about consoles and stuff <laughs> but yeah i mean you know the games is what drives us to consoles really and, and us as a group we play together so we usually make group decisions on that type of stuff and you know a lot of my other gamer friends are the same they they make i've got a friend of mine who plays who has a playstation but doesn't have an xbox because his group of friends play on playstation you know it's just the way that they operate i think a lot of gamers that are in a group of friends that want to play together probably operate that way um, you know, there's either a fanboy in the group that drives them one way or they're all talking about favorite games and they're like, I want to get it because of this. And so they make decisions like that. You know, the, about the only thing we haven't discussed was the look of the consoles. You know, I mean, do you want the artsy style of the PlayStation or do you want the, the refrigerator look of the, of the Xbox? <laughs> I, you know, well, for me, I, I like the look of the Xbox. I like that simplistic. It, <clears throat> it reminds me of the old uh, PC towers. And I just I love that uh, it's like, old school look of it. It's like looks like somebody took my full tower PC and just chopped it in half, and you got this this just tall box looking thing. Yep. It's like the ATX minis, man. <laughs> but well, I have to say that the the Xbox console I did not like at first, and then it just kept growing and growing on me. Uh, and then when I saw the PS5 reveal, I really like the the just the hell why the hell not movement they went with that design i mean is it really needed no but it's really cool i mean it's a neat little taco holder i mean uh, the playstation controller looks pretty cool to me uh, i wish I they love would the fix, yeah i wish they would fix sticks. the joysticks but yeah i mean other than that the controller looks the controller looks like an alien boomerang almost to me yep um but yeah, it looks really cool but you know the xbox is it just looks like a of it looks like my it looks like a mini refrigerator almost my only concern with these consoles is the size of them the xbox looks quite tall so i'm worried about like my game setup is i have you know i'm worried about where i'm going to put this thing because the vents are on the top and the bottom and the way that i would put it in my shelving unit is that the vents are going to be blocked by a, 
a wall because my gaming my gaming shelf is is a cubby for all instance the front is open for ventilation but the sides and the top and the bottom and the back are all enclosed and i and i'm i almost think the playstation might be too tall to fit in one of those but you know i haven't actually measured it you know the playstation kind of looks like somebody took a three-ring binder and kind of bent it one of those white three-ring binders you had when you were in school yeah the, uh, yeah it looks like a router is big yeah, that's a good term. It looks like somebody took one of those gaming routers from back in the day, uh, gaming router slash gaming modem, and said, look, we're going to turn this into a console, except for it's like, it looks like the old, ca- that's what it is. It's probably the size of the old cable modem you used to get from the cable company whenever you would first oh, get yeah. high-speed internet. Here's your modem. This thing takes up a quarter of your shelving space. Damn thing was bigger than my original Xbox. <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the designs of them are interesting. Um, right. It doesn't look like Microsoft did anything with the controller too much. I haven't got my hands on one. But Just the share button is the biggest change physically that I saw. Yeah. Ex- on the exterior, by the way. Right. You know, and you know, I got I got the Xbox Elite Two controller, and so I'll probably just keep playing with that onto the Xbox. I mean, I don't. <laughs> there's something about some of the controllers, the first gen controllers, that I always I always keep. Like I have my uh, my Scorpion controller, uh, Scorpio controller tucked away it's never been used i've never even played with it because i didn't want to i didn't want to play it i wanted to keep it in pristine condition yeah the the uh i would have to agree i think the the playstation 5 controller looks really cool i like the design i like the two-tone color scheme that they went with that i think uh it's it's really neat looking and you know the of course the the console goes along with that two-tone color it is it is pretty big and you know for the PlayStation 5 console, I really didn't, I wasn't too keen on it at first when they first revealed it, as far as the looks and things of that nature. Um, now, now it's fine. I, I, it's it's grown on me as far as the look of it. It seems like, and I'm not 100% sure, because it looks like when you, if because they mainly show it vertical, and with it vertical, it looks like it has a stand that you put it in. Um, I don't know if that, and, and it looks like, from what I can tell, that when it's on its side, you're still putting it on that stand. Uh, and the same thing with, well, not the same thing, but the Xbox Series X, when it's vertical, it also has a stand that it's sitting in. Um, and then when it's on its side, of course, you don't have to have a stand for that. And it almost seems like, especially with them showing off both consoles being in their vertical state, it seems like they're both kind of transitioning to both consoles' preferred orientation. Ways, orientation is to have them standing. Um, which is definitely different from every console, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep, I agree. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, because then we're gonna have we're gonna have two renditions of each console available to us, you know, at different price points. We're gonna have the the PlayStation with and without the optical drive, and the Xbox with and without the optical drive. So you know, there'll be differences in those type of things. So we'll have to wait and see what they. I'm ready for some prices, and I'm ready for them. I'm ready for them to tell me when. They can take my money, and uh, I just I'm ready for it. The only th- the only place the only place that right now, in my opinion, the only place that that outside of exclusives for PlayStation that they have Microsoft beat is VR. I mean, PlayStation VR is still still kicking, still pumping out good games, and Microsoft doesn't have an answer to that. They rely on their PC PC brethren to to run that gamut for them with the Oculus and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the PlayStation VR, you know, that's the cheapest entry point for getting into VR. You know, if you want to experience VR and VR games and you can't afford the PC rigs, which, you know, most of them are pretty expensive, 
Um, they do have some cheaper options with the all-in-one rigs, but uh, still it's an expensive venue. But, you know, if you have the PlayStation VR, which is the cheapest way to get into it, and there are some pretty cool games on PlayStation VR. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Microsoft will come up with something. I, I just don't think they're, at least right now, really that interested in in, in a VR solution. Right. So Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I agree. They don't seem to be interested in it because they just they leave all that to their, like I said, their PC, the PC master race group, if you will, <laughs> to, to, to drive that for them. They don't care about the console side, um, right. probably because they're having a hard time competing with PlayStation on price point and everything. Well, that's something we should talk about real quick as well. So the rumors you know, are still going around. Sony is going to be higher than Microsoft. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think Sony's going to come in at 500 bucks. I honestly do for their disc version. I think they're going to be 500 and then maybe 400 for the discless. And then Microsoft's probably going to be, they're probably going to be 400 for their disc and maybe 350 for their discless. I wouldn't see Microsoft going any higher than probably 400. Well, do you think it's going to be a discless console, the Series S, or do you think it's going to be a lower powered system? I, uh, I hope they don't. The rumor do was it was going to be like six to eight uh, teraflop. Which would put it just under Sony's. Which means that there's no point in me buying that version because my my Xbox One X is at that at that power point. Then, absolutely, right. Would you have the better CPU? Um, yeah, you're getting the, the newer getting, that, but yeah. you have the newer versions of things. But I would currently 99% of all the games that I buy on Xbox are digital. Uh, the opposite is true for PlayStation. 99% of all the games that I play on PlayStation are physical. I don't have a tendency to keep PlayStation games. I trade them in a lot. So that might save me on the PlayStation side where I can, you know, it will hurt me on the PlayStation side. I mean, because I would probably still do the same thing because I only buy exclusives for them. And for the most part, they're exclusives. The replayability for me is maybe twice on most of their games. Like I do a replay on, you know, I've replayed God of War. Just because when the first game came out, there was so much still left to undo to do when they came out with their DLCs and then Horizon. But other than that, most of the other exclusives I have not played through again. Right. Yeah. I, I mainly buy. I'm the same way for PlayStation. I mainly buy physical and for Xbox and mainly buy digital. And that's you know for Xbox, that's also because of the game sharing. You know, PlayStation has game sharing as well. But I, I don't know for 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 me and my experience with main chain. We just haven't had good luck with the sharing on PlayStation for some reason. You know, with these new consoles coming out, if the S Xbox Series S is, uh, I would assume it's going to be discless. And the rumors have been and have been for quite a while that it is going to be a less powerful machine, mainly doing uh, 1080 and 1440. You know, if that's the case, then I will go with the higher tiered Series X um, for myself because I do want that 4K, you know, 120 hertz experience that they're talking about you know for the playstation 5 though if the and, and what it seems to be that way is that the, the the digital version and the disc version are pretty much the same thing they're just one with a disc drive and one without you know for this time around i might go you know when for playstation and, and again it depends on price difference right you know if it's 50 dollar difference between the two i'll just get the one with the disc drive right <laughs> i'll pay the 50 dollars yeah, exactly. for the disc drive $100? So if it's a hundred dollars or you know two hundred dollar difference or something like that, then yeah, I'll probably go with the discless version of it just and just start buying digital. I mean, I don't typically trade in my games, and you know I got quite a few physical PS4 games, but you know I don't know if I want to continue that with PlayStation Five or just kind of 
start going all digital for for PlayStation Five and and beyond, and, and especially with Xbox. With Xbox One, I maybe have like ten, maybe physical Xbox One games, and the rest of them all digital. Yeah, I so. can't. I don't think I have a single. I was just looking around. I don't have a single Xbox One X game running around here that's physical. <laughs> I but, think I have two. But I think you know, honestly. Here, that's our conversation is a perfect example. If Microsoft and Sony want to kill uh, game trading, yeah, uh, you know, like GameStop, they just need to $200 cheaper console that has the same specifications as the disc version will end up doing it because I would buy that if it's $200 cheaper. I would buy that. I would suffer in the end because I would not, you know, I I don't I would I'd be like I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna save $200, but five games into it, guess what? Sony and Microsoft and Sony just made their money because I can't trade those games back in and somebody else has to buy them. Yeah, it's only going to benefit the the game manufacturers, uh, you know, the console makers. It's just a big benefit to them. Right. If the, it has to be, but it, in my opinion, it would, this console would have to be a hundred bucks or more cheaper. Yes. To get me to consider that digital version, because like y'all said, Sony for me is exclusives and exclusives only. Right. And, you know, that's what, three, four games a year on average. Right. Yep. And now at a $500 price point, if Sony does come out at $500 price point, uh, that's a hard pill to swallow. Right. And I think they will. Um, You know, I think Microsoft, I think just to grab market share is willing to go in at a lower price just just for that fact. Right. Mm -hmm. Just to gain some ground. Uh, and, and console sales. I know, you know, console sales don't seem to be their, you know, what they're really shooting for. It's more Game Pass, right? Um, you know, they're really trying to, right. They're really trying to sell people on Game Pass and their services, and, and it's understandable because right now they have, the, you know, for gaming, they have the best services that you can get, right? I could see them going down with a lower price point under under PlayStation just to get some of that market share with the game with the console sales, just to get a few more consoles in people's houses so they buy Game Pass, right? You know, I think Sony, I don't think Sony, even though Sony, you know, they, they they definitely make a lot more things than just consoles, but and they do have money. I don't think they want to go with that. And they don't need to, right? They don't need to go with that lower price point, right? I mean, they have so many fans of the PlayStation 4 that and it, it's really going to be, it's really going to come down to, for Sony, if they come out with a $500 or $600 machine, if that's their price point, are they going to buy, are they going to shoot themselves in the foot? doing something like that they did something similar like that with uh playstation 3 you know when they they had so much market share and so many people excited for playstation 2 and then you know and that was a great console and then playstation 3 came out at like what 600 bucks i think it was or something like that 600 painful dollars right and then that made everybody move over to the 360 right and they lost that entire market because of that that move um not that the playstation 3 wasn't a great console it was but you know they shot themselves. They they, they got too heavy-handed with that, and it was like, oh, well, we can't lose, you know, or whatever, because they sold a ton with the PlayStation Two, and yeah. they, and they you know they shot themselves in the foot with that. So. And I remember the conference when they announced that, and I think Sony knew last second that they were probably boned on price when when they did the announcement. God, I can't ever think of his name off the top of my head. He basically said. Yep, and we're releasing this holiday for, and look what we got now. I mean, it's like, <laughs> like, like, okay, buddy, uh, did you just say five ninety nine ninety nine? You might as well just said six hundred dollars. We don't care about exactly. the exact. 
Yeah, right. you know what? I really am tired of the damn penny. Kill the damn penny. <laughs> that's a different podcast. So, Sorry. <laughs> that's my I hate penny podcast. That's uh, that's all Groucho's Gaming After Dark podcast. There you go. Comes on after this. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see. You know, it's um, hopefully we'll get more information from both manufacturers console manufacturers uh, hopefully soon because we are getting you know we are getting close to that deadline where it's like you know if we're going to be buying these consoles this holiday you're going to need to tell us how much it is and when we can pre-order because you know most of us are ready to pre-order and we're just waiting for you to tell us when i need to know when and how much because if it's too much i need to buy a new toilet and buy taco bell stock because they're probably gonna do some type of game console release so yeah buy a gym membership A new toilet, stock and Taco Bell. <laughs> and, stock and, uh, and, Taco and, and some wet wipes, just for emergencies. Yeah, I probably have to buy, put in a bidet. I don't want to use toilet paper this time around. There you go. Be uh, eco-friendly. Absolutely. <laughs> it no, makes, they it, definitely... It, yeah, it makes the console boot up sound, so it makes you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they're going to have to do something soon, because people are getting tired. I'm seeing a lot more people saying, you know what, just... Just stop this game of chicken you're all playing. Give me the date. Give me the price. Take my money. See you in two months. Right. Yeah. Because, like I said, they are running out of time. If they're going to release, especially if Xbox is going to release this November, you know, it's already August. You're going to have to start putting out those pre-orders because you got to know how much, how many units you need to ship to everybody, right? I mean, you need to know how many pre-orders you have so that way... Uh, retailers and various things like that can start ordering right. units to sell. Right. I don't think they have as large a stock as they would like to have right about now. I don't know if the hype is, is large enough for them to sell out, but I just think that COVID has caused a, a short a shortage in the amount of consoles that they probably planned on having. So they really need to know how many to ship to each region and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was going to say. There was, you know, rumors been going around for, you know, quite a long time uh, since the whole COVID start uh, that Sony was having uh, uh, manufacturing issues, getting parts and everything like that. And there was rumors that they were going to do their release for, you know, region set, you know, North America, Europe, Japan, so on and so forth. You know, and Phil Spencer did an interview uh, three or four months back where he was, he was not worried about the manufacturing side of it. I don't know. I know Microsoft does have plants in the U.S. now and Mexico where they can produce the Xbox Series X. You know, Sony, on the other hand, there's, there's. I don't know of them having anything close to at least the U.S. With the case, oh, I'm sure they need to hurry. Console with the case of COVID. Mm. <laughs> it free it, in every console. Yeah, right. It's COVID with, NHD. With, with that free pack of clear candy. Mm, yes, yeah, so they all come with the clean, with the candy. Yeah, they all come with candy. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes just like Jello. All right. We do not condone the eating of the candy in the box. No, don't eat the candy. It is not candy. <laughs> <laughs> Shane has tried it. Don't worry, the doctor says that vision will come back in that eye if he stops eating the candy. Right. Well, <laughs> he's a good notes. All right. Well, that was. Excellent talk about the gaming consoles. Uh, do you guys have anything else that you want to put in, uh, say, in regards to the the new consoles or anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, hurry up and take my money. I'm ready. Lord, please give me a release date and some money. <laughs> but I know I'd like to tell everybody that is listening, send us you know any comments, requests, whatnot. 
you know, send them to us and uh, let us know what you think. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening and thank you, Patrick and Shane, for joining again for another great podcast. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.